This is the Memphis Real Estate Hour on KWAM. And now, here's your host, Dean Harris. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Memphis Real Estate Hour. I am your host, Dean Harris. I'm with Crestcool Realty over on Summer Avenue. Appreciate you guys tuning in this morning. It uh, could be AM 990 Memphis. Uh, could be 107.9 The Voice or online at www.kwam990.com. Uh, we are also on Facebook Live, so you guys uh, feel free to join us there uh, where you can see the show live here in the studio. Um, the Memphis Real Estate Hour, uh, that's the Facebook page. Not only can you watch today's show live, but I will post the show after. Uh, and You can re-listen to it at your own pace. And then, uh, of course, there's 40 to 50, I think there's 52 or 53 past shows on the show's Facebook page, and you can view those. Uh, they're all titled, and you can go back and listen to any of the topics that you might have missed. Uh, the Memphis Real Estate Hour concentrates on investing in Memphis real estate. We'll focus on all those related topics, and I will discuss uh, local and national investment trends, as well as give you an inside look at what it takes to become an investor here in Memphis or what it takes to become a better investor. Uh, I remind you guys every single show that I am also an investor. So if you have that old home that you need to sell quickly, uh, if you know someone that needs to sell quickly, shoot me an email, dean at crestcore.com. I'll get you a cash offer on that home today. I don't care what shape it's in. I don't care where it's at um, or the story behind it. Just shoot me an email and I'll help you get rid of that thing pretty quick. Uh, today, we are extremely excited. Um, we have been working on this. Well, first, Dan, welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Dan Butler with Crestcore Realty. He is, uh, I think we've moved past faithful contributor. That's right. Here every week. Um, what can we call me? Um, <laughs> full time call me maybe or whatever that yeah, song is. Right. Um, full time contributor. There you yeah. go. I'll take that. Um, last week we talked about well the investor triangle. Today we're going to be we're really excited to talk about uh, a new market that we're going in. We have kind of kept this close to the vest until um, we could really talk about it. But now since it's official. Crestcore Realty is going to Jackson, Tennessee. Absolutely. We are more than excited. Um, The potential that we see in Jackson is similar to what we see here in Memphis, just maybe not quite as big um, from a population standpoint. Um, Why Jackson? I mean, uh, not even even going on our notes. I just want some some thoughts from you. So it's interesting because, you know, I moved here in 1998. Yep. All right, for Sunoco products on the Presence Island. And I traveled to Jackson quite often. I mm-hmm. uh, played golf up there. I, I helped uh, Procter & Gamble. We made uh, Pro- Pringles cans. Yep. So yep. every Pringles chip in the United States and Canada is made in Jackson, Tennessee. Is it really? Kind of a fun fact. The chip is or the just chips. the can? Yeah. The, the chips can, are made cans there. are made in Jackson. Well, I guess the can is well, as well. But the and chips, it, everyone is everyone made there. And made in Jackson, Tennessee. So... I had HD warm chips coming off the line, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But I always had this love of Jackson, you know, just ever since. I mean, I'm talking about all the way back from 1998 yeah. uh, when I was traveling there for, you know, for work. And I just love that, that hometown feel, you know. Lots changed there since then. Yeah. I mean, you could see that it always had potential, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so, you know, I always joked with Douglas is like, we're going to be in Jackson one day. Yeah. You know, I want to be in Jackson. And now here we are. And here we are. So, you know, we, you know, 
there's a lot of good reasons, and I think we'll talk through that. But yeah. you know, I'm just super excited about the opportunity. I think it just helps us personally grow. Yep. You know, from you know, we our core values is grow or die, right? Yep. You know, we believe if you're constantly improving yourself, you know, growing yourself either through reading, mentors, conferences, whatever, but also growing your business. Yep. And what does that look like? So Jackson just kind of feeds into that, so that helps us, you know all around helps our clients and everything else. So, so I grew up traveling with family in Nashville. Mm-hmm. I grew up as a kid going from what started off from Nashville to Memphis. Yep. Uh, when we lived up there and then we moved to Memphis, it was, you know, Memphis to Nashville, but we would always stop in Jackson at the old country store, mm-hmm. uh, which is a lot different now than it was then. But is that like kind of Cracker Barrel? A little bit. Kind of like got the, the taffy yeah. and all stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. It's, you used uh, to get taffy. <laughs> oh God. That's what you look forward to. So, yeah. So, <laughs> You know, they got the little candy store yeah. and the, you know, whatever it is, Ice cream, a, yeah. yeah, all that stuff. So, uh, I have, I have been going and, and growing up going through Jackson and the development just in my limited experience up there for my 40 is, is, is gone crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, home depots and things that were yeah. never in Jackson. Um, it's a thriving community. Yep. We believe it's a growing community yep. and, um, uh, we're going to talk about today a little bit of why we chose Jackson, mm-hmm. um, what you can expect um, from Jackson, and basically just to introduce this officially to our clients, to our uh, investors that are that are out of state that don't know a whole lot about Jackson. We we want to try to educate you. Uh, we're managing uh, is it four hundred up there? Yeah. Uh, so we're managing four hundred houses. We're going to have some opportunities, I would think in this first quarter to, to get uh, some good properties mm-hmm. and some good options uh, once we meet with these investors. So let's dive right into it. Yeah, um, It's similar to Memphis in the fact that it, it breaks down, you know, the north of 40 mm-hmm. and, and the times that you and I have gone up there, we're, we have found out that that is more of a higher end market uh, for rentals, $100,000 and up, mm-hmm. um, similar and I guess we're going to compare this to Memphis a little bit. We're going to kind of give you some comparisons of areas, but they are just a little bit different. But and correct me if I'm wrong, this yeah. is still debatable. But north of there, similar to Cordova, Bartlett type areas, yeah, North Jackson, yeah, yeah, where you're getting 120 and 30 and 40 and 50 thousand dollar houses that are yeah. renting for you know the 11 to 1400 range. Yeah. Um, central Jackson mm-hmm. is similar to our midtown. Yeah. Um, we're going to have older homes, a lot of character, a lot of character, yeah. a little more trendy. Yeah. Um, there's where the universities are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe we're going to talk about that. There's five yeah. colleges there. So there's plenty of rental opportunity in the middle. And then South Jackson is a little bit, uh, three, eight, one, 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 um, uh, three, eight, one, one, four. Uh, one one eight, some pockets maybe one one six, some of those different areas. So a little older. I mean, I think they're older. I mean, well, I say that Central is kind of the oldest, and then South is a little bit newer. But then North Jackson is the newest construction of, That's right. of the, the whole city. So, and then North Jackson kind of leads into other counties close by. Right. You know. So. So it's not just Jackson. When you get up into an area like Jackson, you've got. You're pulling from surrounding you're areas, pull- and that's one of our reasons to be there. You know, Brownsville, you know, exit 56 versus this is exit, call it 80. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're only 24 exits up. Yep. Um, very easy to service, you know, that market. Um, I think it was uh, Bells, 
what is it? Uh, Humboldt. Humboldt. Yeah, Brownsville. So a lot, a lot of good, you know, they, especially a lot of the jobs that people come from those surrounding areas yeah. and come in there, go to work and leave. So it just makes sense. You can also manage from, if they can drive there to work, you can also manage those houses from that same area. So this is right up your alley, but there's, there's, there's manufacturing companies there too, yeah. right? We oh, talked yeah. about Pringles. What else yeah. is up there? Procter Gamble, Delta, you know, faucets. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Uh, Sunoco, where I used to work, you know, they have uh, two large plants there that they're cranking out, you know, cans for, you know, food. Yep. Uh, Kellogg is up there. So a lot of good, I think, I can't remember which manufacturer is up there for, um, uh, like washing machines. Oh, okay. You know, that I, I, it's changed hands. So I don't, I don't know who it is right now, but I mean, you're talking about thousands of jobs between all those companies that, you know, just strong. Yeah. I mean, P and G has been around for hundred plus years, you know, they're not going sure. anywhere. I want to make it know. clear to the listeners that this is not something that we're going into um, with the mindset of let's just add some homes to our property management team or, or group. Um, and let's just kind of take this in. We, we chose to go up there because this is a thriving, growing, um, I hesitate on booming because that makes yeah. it just seem. No, it's just great. steady growth. But it's I mean, a steady it's, it's growth. Not, it's grow or die. It's not, it's not going backwards. Mm-hmm. You know, even through all the recession and everything else, they've continued to add, as you can see, just going up 40, continue to add businesses, mm-hmm. you know, continue to add, you know, retail, um, all that kind of stuff. So they haven't stopped regardless of. No, and I always think it's a good sign when you're in a city like this and Home Depot. Uh, Lowe's, mm-hmm. huge companies are building uh, stores in Jackson, uh, Chick-fil-A, places like that that only go where there's either massive amount of people already or yeah. the potential for lots of growth. So yeah, um, excited and, to see that. And I think it helps us too. I mean, we go all the way to Covington now, you know, so I will spend some time this afternoon at Tipton. Yep. So you just kind of keep going up, you know, parallel to 40. Uh, 51, mm-hmm. you know, Tipton County, Covington, mm-hmm. Brownsville, Jackson, you know, just kind of make this little loop. So, you know, it just helps us get stronger, even from a, you know, personnel standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, it helps, you know, technicians can go one way or another if you need them for a day or, you know, you got a rent ready or rehab going on. You got crews that you can send from Jackson down here or Jackson to Tipton or t- you know, here to Tipton or, you know, I mean, wherever, wherever we need them. It just helps us get stronger as a team to, to, to build that infrastructure. And to be clear for all the investors listening, we're going to be a full service company, just like we are here. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to offer property management, maintenance, uh, leasing the the entire, you know, management portfolio that we've got here. We're also going to offer there. My team is going to be there selling. Uh, We've just joined the board up there, the the real estate board in Jackson. So we're going to uh, introduce ourselves up there shortly. And and hopefully in the next, um, Several weeks, we'll have some transactions coming through. So I'm excited yeah. to meet the new owners to help them, uh, you know, sell and buy properties. I mean, that, that's one of the things I was excited about is to take over this company that that traditionally was just a management company. Mm-hmm. They didn't necessarily have a brokerage that was attached to it. Right. Um, so I'm personally excited to get a hold of that. So yeah, I think it's going to give you know, as you point out, the different markets. It's going to give your investors that you currently service just more opportunity. Yeah. And a little bit of diversification. You know that. You can stick with one company and still, you know, and diversify and not just in a 38127 or 38128 exclusively. Now you can right. have multiple zip codes of the same type of profile house, yep. but just in a different city so that you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to, um, to, to get into Jackson. Let's talk about what we'll be doing. Um, you know, we mentioned everything, everything that we do here, but um, 
property management. What do you? Is there anything different that you're seeing in that market from a property management standpoint than what we do here? Is there? Uh, are they further along? Maybe a little behind in technology? Is there any kind of hurdles their investors will have to overcome, or is it just going to be the same Crest Core program up there as it is here? I mean, it's going to take us a minute to put in our systems and processes that we have in Memphis, but you know, I, I do definitely think that you know there's only a couple choices up there, and definitely lacking in the in behind in technology and use of technology and use of communication with owners and tenants and that kind of thing so you know but we have to be careful with that too because jackson as well as we've learned in tipton county just you've got to be more relational Mm -hmm. you know that's that's a key piece i mean it's kind of like mayberry you know and i don't want to just say it's like i mean i don't think it's mayberry but just has that feel everybody knows everybody everybody's connected you know that kevin bacon six degrees is probably like Two degrees. You know, you're yes. going to know somebody that knows somebody in Jackson, Tennessee. To me, it's a good thing. I, yeah. You know, um, to, to, be, to be a part of that community where um, people do know everyone, um, to me, is a, is a good idea. If you're, from an investor's standpoint, you're getting into that hometown feel. It's not as big as Memphis. It's much smaller. Um, but you're getting that hometown feel that you get from... Uh, you know, like that Mayberry feeling that you're talking about. I mean, you just have to be careful with, you know, going in and splashing. Uh, we want to be become a part of that community, mm-hmm. uh, not dictate the community. You know, we we want to we want to conform and and do what they're. Yeah, we want to add some spice to it and add some you yeah. know some some value add, but we're not trying to. Yeah, not there's no sense of like change the world. No, it's not, I don't think we have to. No, just kind of just help improve and add value and mm-hmm. make it easier for the tenants, make it easier for the clients and, you know, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I think that's, that's what we're trying to, trying to accomplish. It's going to be a full service. We're going to manage, we're going to uh, have leasing and uh, collections and maintenance and rehab, mm-hmm. everything that you could, that you have with a property management company. We're also going to take the brokerage up there. So uh, we're going to be selling, listing, helping investors buy, uh, and we couldn't be any more excited about it. We've been working on this for a year, a solid year. Yeah, it's been a year. I was about to say in six to nine it's months. Good things man. come to those who wait. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so the, persistence and just patience. And yeah, you know, I think we knew we had a goal to be there, and so we just worked on it till it made it happen. So we're excited to, you know, to partner with the guys up there and mm-hmm. make something make something happen. Make something happen. So. We're going to have the, you know, we talked before we left about what we'll be doing up there. And uh, the, the answer is, the simple answer is everything that we're doing here. Um, mm-hmm. But we're going to have opportunities for the turnkey alternative program. You guys have heard us talk about that, um, where you buy a property, um, uh, rehab it, rent it, refinance it, and repeat. That's our BRRRR strategy. You're trying to remember the BRRRR strategy. Burr, I counting up my R's. How many R's, yeah. I don't, you know, I, I think for me, it's just, it's... I'm excited just because it helps our clients, you know? Yeah. I mean, continue our others focused mindset. Just what can we do to help them grow? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and quite frankly, we're, I mean, we're planning on own, owning up there as well. I mean, we need to eat our own cooking. We believe in that philosophy and yeah. we'll continue that philosophy. We want to, you know, be a client that, that forces us to make those systems and processes yeah. as tight and strong as we can. Y'all are looking at a package of homes now, right? Yeah, yeah. Plan on buying some houses up there, and yep. you know, just and put them in the fold and keep on rolling. So we want to to that to be part of the story and part of you know, you know, when we talk to our clients that this is what we do, and and 
so yeah, I just, uh, you know, I'm glad we're spending a little few minutes on this this morning, just because yeah. I think it's important that it's just to give us, you know, more options, more opportunity. Market's hot here. You know, it just helps us to, to you know, just help keep us growing. To keep growing. So One of the things when I talk to investors that I'm always uh, not only proud to say, but eager to say is that, you know, we practice what we preach. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an investor. I have buy and hold real estate. You and Douglas do. Yeah. Um, we've been able to to stand up on the mountaintop and say, hey, you know, not only are we just selling this product and we're uh, providing this to investors, but we're also buying it. We're also in yeah. it. Um, and, and a lot of people say, well, you know, when's the last time you bought? I mean, I bought last year, this year. I mean, I bought several this year. So mm-hmm. uh, I plan on being in Jackson as well. I know you guys are. So it's it's um, it's going to be something else that we can say is, hey, we're up here as well. We're we're, we're involved with the community. Yeah. We're not just servicing it and, you know, hey, we know a little bit about it. I mean, we're in it. Well, I was about to say that that's what I would kind of summarize. Businesses are built on relationships mm-hmm. and we're just we're expanding our relationship bank, uh relationship base. Yep. So we already got some key relationships with attorneys and different people that we're already connecting with and already doing business with. Yep. And so we in accounting, same thing, some accountants that we're starting to work with and, you know, create some business opportunities. So, you know, refer people to and, and help and, you know, all that good stuff. So I think it just you know and if you look up there, that's what's interesting too. If you look up there, there's a ton of what I call Memphis businesses that are up there. Yeah, like that's just a natural extension. Restaurants. Yeah, you know that's what I, the first thing I think of. Shoe stores. Yeah, uh, there's a guy that owns a shoe store here and there, and so there's just several things that I've. We're seen. We're not the only ones doing this. No, no law firms. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, it's hard to remember off the top of my head, but there's several different businesses that go both ways. Have Jackson started Jackson come to Memphis? Memphis go to Jackson. So, you know, our licenses all stay current, you know, yeah. plumbing, HVAC, real estate, yeah, everything, all good. that, all that stays. All we had to do is join Tennessee. the board up there, which gives yeah. us access to the MLS. So that yeah. pretty simple transition. Yeah. Uh, we've got the ability now to list and mm-hmm. um, help our buyers in that area. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the product a little bit. Um, the, the, the south, the southern part of Jackson, we're going to find 20 to $35,000 properties, 20 to 40 uh, rents for 400 to, uh, 750, 750 probably mid, mid Jackson. Yeah. Central Jackson. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Central yeah. Jackson. Um, I think that you'll be able to, in some cases, get some better numbers than what we're getting even in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you'll get a lot of people, uh, I should point this out now that we're just talking this out. A lot of investors come to me here and when they want something near the university of Memphis, um, if that's what you're after, that college student, constantly occupied mm-hmm. type, Jackson's going to be the place for you. Yeah, um, that's a great opportunity. I think there's four or five colleges up there. University of Memphis is there. Took took over the over Lambeth, Lambeth. Yeah, Lane Union. Yes. So there's several. Yeah. No, I'm. I think that I'll be able to answer that question for that investor a lot better. Yes. Hey, let's go to Jackson. You've got some university mm-hmm. uh, products that are there. Yeah, parents to sign, co-sign on leases and make sure a little bit. Yeah, yeah. there's a different way to do those college ones, but yeah, so you can That's get right. parents involved and uh, to in, ensure a little bit better payment process and, right. and taking care of the property. So, um, North Jackson's going to be your one percent, guys. Um, you're you're going to get hundred and twenty thousand dollar houses, three bedroom, two bath, built after probably ninety five. Uh, all. 20 years or newer, I would think, for all of those when you say up there mm-hmm. up north. 
Yeah. And man, we ran through some communities that were high end properties. Yeah. So I mean, there's Gated, a yeah, yeah there, there's some high end real estate up there. But uh, you'll be able to get that that one percent rule there, which um, you know a lot of people look for here. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you know, you've got four or five different places that you can go to it. I think up there you're going to have one, you know, big northern part of Jackson that you can concentrate in. Um, uh, so the products are going to be similar, you know, to here. Uh, I think the tenant pool is going to be similar, maybe a tick better because it's just smaller, a little more small town feel. Um, so I, you know, I, I guess the next step for us is just what getting the word out. Yeah, yeah, getting the word out. Continue, just you know, put, working on our systems and processes, working with the team up there, mm-hmm. and then just start making offers. You know, start helping clients that are up there looking for a good alternative for management, and mm-hmm. go from there. What do you think, uh, you know, as far as getting uh, getting the word out and, and talk, what do you think is going to be a hurdle? You get you got any hurdles you see? Is there going to be, because I, you know, and I'd rather, you know, to me, I always like to address these kind of things up front. What do you, the unknown, I guess, will be, will be part of it. I mean, change, change is always, you know, scary for people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, fortunately, how you're going to say it, that's one thing we always talk about. The good thing is we're always changing. The, always, the bad thing is we're always changing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's 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 inevitable. And so with Jackson, we're going to be changing some things. That's going to be hard. Yeah. You know. And so it's, you know that's just part of it. And I think we talked about it earlier, but just making sure we keep those key relationships and just make sure that we're there. You know, because Jackson is more you know hands on relational than um, that piece, and just make sure we don't lose that. So I think that's what makes us good here. That's true. I mean, we've talked about, you know, we talked about this a hundred times about building your team and putting the people around you that um, help you succeed. That's what, you know, it's essentially what we've done up there. We've gone up there and found a good management company that we're working with. And, um, you you know, that's now CrestCore. Uh, Our attorneys, everybody that we've partnered with now have have agreed and talked about going up there with us. So there won't be any differences when it comes to our process and our team members that we have around us, the vendors that you hear on the show, um, advertising, they can all serve serve Jackson. So, um, and and the good news about this and, and, and we'll switch over into, you know, after the break, what, what we were, you know, what we learned in 2018, but the good news behind a whole lot of this is like we said from the very beginning, this is just more options for our investors. We've known about Jackson. We've known about that market. We've known what it could give to us. Um, and now that we're finally in it, we can provide that to our investors and it's just mm-hmm. other options. And that's right. uh, it, it just, um, we go deeper into that relationship, deeper into that process with, with our investors that we can now provide another city and another, um, uh, another product for them. So yeah. let's talk about Dan, this last segment here, what we learned in 2018, Man. it's been an interesting year. We've got one more show. Uh, that we're going to do this year before the holidays. Um, and then we're going to, I might as well just, I guess I can announce that we're going to rerun the zip code, mm-hmm. uh, showdown, I think is what we called it, where I gave you guys different variations of our zip codes and what to expect on some of those. So in the next yeah. coming weeks, be sure to tune into that. But, um, give a note, what'd you learn in 2018? And I, you know, I was watching the Clemson game Saturday. Yeah. Know, big, give big shout Clemson out. Honk, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so that's where I get my juices flowing. And I was like, man, you know, as I tell people about the radio show, one thing I always talk about is like, we do this to teach people what not to do. Right. And what to do. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. where do we mess up? And so I was like, man, I learned a ton in 2018. I was like, you know, 
we always think we've, you know, if you ever think you arrived, you're wrong. That's you right. You know what I mean? Like, That's right. So, I mean, I, I've got 10 that, that just stick out to me, but my, the one of the biggest ones I'll put is that, you know, should not ever become emotionally attached to a property or, or properties that you should all, you know, and part of that should, you should always be buying and you should always be selling. Yeah. You know, that's the biggest thing I less, lesson I learned for 16 years. I didn't sell a, a, a thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a mistake, mm-hmm. you know, and looking back and reflecting and saying, you know, I should have sold, there were several that I should have sold years and years ago that I just couldn't make work. You know what I mean? Like I tried everything. You're just hanging on to I'm it. Just hanging on to it because I bought it at a good price and felt like it was a great deal. Is that a pride thing or is it just, hey, I man, I don't want to get rid I, of this? I think it's pride, yeah, pride or, or um, you know, feel like I'm losing or mm-hmm. figure, I'm going backwards. If I, you know, my wealth creation is going back by, you know, $50,000 by selling a house. But in reality is, your cash flow is was what I, what I what was affecting us. I mean, it was going backwards, you know, because we were ha- having these dogs, you know, of houses that we just need to get to offload. So, so it, with a portfolio of y'all size, you're gonna have you're gonna have some um, properties that are underperforming mm-hmm. or not performing as well. You're always gonna everybody. And I mean, if you get yeah, you know, ten plus if you have ten houses, so just for an example. Well, there's gonna be one dog every every year in that portfolio. You just gotta decide: is that just one year that it's a dog, or is it a consistent dog? There's something about it. Is there something about it? Is it just the block? Is it the which in Memphis it can be just it the can block? Be. That's right. Mm-hmm. So that, that's probably my one of my biggest ones was just learning that I should have acted quicker, you know. But now we've got a system in place to watch that. Watch our assets. You know, we're hiring somebody to oversee our portfolio to make sure that yep. you know we always watch every month which houses are performing and not performing, and just we'll have to remove them if they're not. So that's that's one of my key learnings. How about you? Um, I I got off the hump this year. Okay. Um, I you know I'd I'd owned prior, um, but I really got aggressive <laughs> this year yep. and really um decided. To get you know, in the game? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, I'd owned it like in 17, I owned in 16, but not like I have now. Yeah. And I made the decision to stop tiptoeing in the shallow end mm. and, and, and get aggressive and um, add to my portfolio. So mm. next year I'm, I'm going to get even more aggressive. But one thing I have learned is that um, Memphis is a, um, trying to think of the right words here memphis is a super super hot desirable place yeah that's one thing that i knew like sure. i knew memphis was the but ever since we've kicked our brokerage into high gear with the marketing and accepting so many new clients that we've worked with you know there was a while we weren't accepting new clients so now that we've really began to take in new clients mm-hmm. and work with them specifically on memphis and now i guess and jackson um I've learned so much from other markets. So, I, you know, an investor will call in and be like, hey, this is what I'm finding in New York, or this is what I'm finding in Cleveland, and we can't get that there, so we're coming to Memphis. So I've, I've really learned that um, it's not just something that we're standing here talking about that we're selling you guys. Um, it's, this Memphis is legit from mm-hmm. a national global investment landing spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've learned, uh, I've taken myself, I'm really good. I feel like at this, at taking myself outside of the box 
and you this is your saying, but looking at it from thirty thousand feet, and I've I've really begun to respect Memphis more from what the city is. I've learned a whole lot from doing this show with you. You're involved in so many um, of the um, community development, you know, programs and different mm-hmm. things. I mean, so I've, I've learned that there's there's way more to Memphis than just what I knew before. Uh, you know, I've been in real estate a long time, but if you get into that lane and in your bubble, I mean, it's, you know, you don't get out of it. You don't learn a whole lot more. Well, hand off. Um, I've really learned a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I've just know what other cities are doing and and, and what to expect and what we're getting here. Yeah. Um, so that, that's one thing I've learned. I've just, uh, you know, I get up here in front of this microphone I get on the phone at work and I, you know, behind my keyboard and I talk about, Hey, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. You know, let's get aggressive, get off the fence. And um, I've really taken that to heart this year myself and really pushed my personal, you know, portfolio. And I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that again in 19. Um, what about you? What else have you, uh, what else have you learned from 18? One of the things that I learned is, you know, this can be an interesting one for me is just don't try to be all things to all people. You know, kind of, you were talking about picking your lane, pick your lane, get really good at it. Mm -hmm. You know, every time you make an exception, you set yourself up for failure. And so, you know, like we have people that are flippers, we have people that are wholesalers. Every time you, so you create a process and every time you try to go out of that process, you're creating an opportunity to fail. And so, you know, I just, I've turned down more business this year and turned away more things and I'm not a no guy. Yeah. And so I've learned, I've had to learn to say Say no no. and, and know that I will be stronger. Our team will be stronger, be less frustrated, more profitable from that. You know, so, you know. Um, an example of that, you know, yesterday I had somebody wanting a 200 house or 200 apartment, uh, uh, manager. And I referred him to a friend of mine because we're just not ready for that right now. Yeah. It's just not our lane. You it's know, way different than it's just way different. You know, the apartment house. community and all that stuff. And, and we can do it and we could probably stumble through it, but we're just not ready. You know, we're, we're yeah. focused on some other stuff that takes more attention. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to, you know, it's like the shotgun approach. You don't want to have that shotgun approach. You yeah. want to have a rifle approach. Yeah. And so, and then just stuff like having you know clients that do their own maintenance. That's been a big one for me this year. Like when you do that, you know, if you look at the email trails and, and stuff like that, those guys email you the most, yep. are frustrated the most, yep. our team's frustrated the most, yep. because you can't keep up with who's doing what mm-hmm. versus we got a machine that we've created to handle processes from start to finish. And if you're not in that, it's tough. It's tough. And you battle that because you just said it. You're a yes guy. You want to. I want to help. You want to. I want to help somebody win. I want to help somebody succeed. But I realize that I'm not. So that's the key learning for me. Is like I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm actually setting both of us up for a very frustrating experience. And it's not fair to the client yeah. or a friend. It's not fair to us and my team. You know, so that that's probably a big one. So you know, th- it goes along with rather have smaller portfolio clients um, th- that are they're following our system, and uh, it's not like we run any kind of odd or different system. I mean, we you know we run a pretty standard system, but yeah. there are the fact of the matter is there are investors that want to run their their own system, um, and I, I agree with you just from this side of the fence, you know. Uh, you guys own the company. You guys, you know, make those those big decisions. But when we allow somebody to come in and kind of dictate their own, you know, the a la carte, so to speak, where they can take, they'll use this service of ours, but not this one, and not this one. It throws a whole kink in our in the, in the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, and then if you if you think about the, you know, even on your side, 
people that are trying to not pay your fees or not understand why your process. They're the worst on me. They're the hardest from from that point on. Yeah. If you give in and not stick to what your process and how you do things, it is a struggle all the way through rehab, property management, the whole the whole gamut. So, and it's not a personal flaw on them. It's no, just no, it's no. just that's it's just that investors got their they, own certain ways, and I respect yep, that. Yep. But at, but at the same time, I hope they respect the, the, the us not taking that business and work because I, to not set them up for this. I've even told the guys like, hey man, if, if you don't understand the fees that we charge, which are not outrageous, but if you don't if you don't understand the fees the brokerage charges, then you're certainly not going to understand it after you've paid them ten times. You right. know, if we're buying ten houses or right. twelve houses, if you don't right. like it on the first one. You're certainly not going to look on the 10th one. And, yeah. they, and they always say this, but, but I'm going to buy 25 houses. Well, that's all the more reason why we've got to fall right in this line. If you were coming in, you were going to buy one. In 2016. It was a huge key learning for me. How many people say they're going to buy 50 houses and buy one? Buy one. Yeah. Or, or zero. Or nothing. You yeah. know, I had a guy last week that we talked about that. Yeah. I looked at my email. I was like, man, I know this name. And I looked. I was like, man, we talked last December. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> told me that. Yeah. I had somebody so, come back to me today from last year trying yeah. to sell some stuff. So, I mean, yeah. I... It, you so, got to fall right in the program, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily that we don't want to work with you. It's just that no, you, you won't win. You said it best. You're setting by accepting um, an investor that doesn't want to fall into our program or fall into the, the system. You're setting him up to not succeed, and you're setting us up to fail. Mm-hmm. It's a whole, you know, a friction that we're we're causing right off the bat, and we yeah, haven't even done anything. Life's too short. I think that. I mean, so if you're an agent out there, if you're whole, all that it applies. To, it's not just our business. I'm talking about just. You pick a lane and pick your process. You're a flipper. Yeah. You know, work with the subs that are, you know, that you can, that will follow your process that you want to, you know, mm-hmm. want to succeed with. Don't, don't go outside of that. So anyway, what else did you learn? Uh, I learned that um, we have a really, really good company. I learned that um, the people that work in our office are uh, extremely dedicated. Mm-hmm. We've, we've made some transition from uh, a lot of, bodies in our office to fewer bodies and, and more, more help for those bodies that are there. Um, I feel like we um, are able to stretch out further. I think it's helped us go to Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just think from a crest core realty standpoint, I've, I've learned that um, it's not always the masses that can help you the most. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the right people, you know, that, that can come in and help you. So yeah, bodies is not an answer. Throwing bodies at a at a problem answer. at your job is not the answer. No. I've learned that you find some key hires, and that makes the world a difference. and that makes the yeah. world a difference. So yeah, I've learned that, and uh, I've learned that um, our market is um, really good. <laughs> it's really yeah. desirable. We've sold a lot of homes this year, Dan. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, you know something I take a whole lot of pride in. But yeah, we've we've really pushed the limit on how many investors we've been able to help this year. I tell you, uh, one that's I, I was challenged on by a mentor um, at church actually mm-hmm. um, is to to take Sundays off and don't you know I learned I was at a meeting on Sunday night and I asked we were talking about being good good examples and he said he doesn't email his staff on Sunday and I asked him to explain that a little bit and he's like yeah I just I just don't do it I put notes and you know I'll email first thing Monday whatever and he's seeing no difference in his productivity and. And I was laughing. I was like, man, I email my staff at 8.15 on the way out to church, tell my kids, wait a second in the car, I'll be right there. Because I had my thought, I want to get it to the, the team. What you don't realize was that's distracting somebody else's time of family time and quiet time and whatever they're going to do on Sunday. And so 
that was a big one for me. I stopped about six months ago. Mm-hmm. I don't do emails on Sunday for, you know, it's an absolute, there's a couple that trickle through here and there, but yeah. as a general rule, I, I used to probably send 20 plus emails on a Sunday. And is that what, cause your mind's gearing up for Monday morning? Yeah. Just, you know, ideas or you know, look at reports and see stuff that's, you know, uh, valuable. So what I did actually has helped me is I used to think called boomerang. Yeah. You know, it's a software that you can add to your Gmail or your outlook and, I can actually create that email and I tell it when to send it, really? which is beautiful. So I can actually get it off my head. I wanted to get it off my head. So I got it off my head. I put it in kind of a draft. Instead of put it in draft, it just actually just sits there and holding pattern and sends it. You can send it at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m. What's that called? Boomerang. Hmm. That's a good, good little tool for the, we're learning for the audience. But I think what I've seen is there's been no slowdown, you know, and I've had more time to reflect. I actually think about bigger ideas, think about solving bigger problems. On Sunday, because I'm not, I'm not focused on on the email and the rat race, you know. Kids and wife love it too, you know. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, exactly. I'm there for them more. I can focus on playing with them and doing family stuff, and really, truly use Sunday for reflection and family time. And mm-hmm. you know, I loved. Uh, and if I think back about it, True Kathy, who owns or owned Chick Fil A, his family's still part of it. Yeah, you know, somebody really hard was t- attacking him about why not open on Sunday. Mm-hmm. He's like, man. I already make five billion dollars. What do I need another? What, other, what I need another billion for? You know, yeah. on on his revenue side. I mean, he didn't make five, but he makes yeah. a percentage of that five billion yeah. by not doing anything. You know, just having this company. And I just, it's always stuck with me that he he stuck to his. You know, I have found it amazing that they have stuck with that. Yeah, they will not. I don't see that change anytime soon. So. No, I don't think they'll ever come out of that. No. What else um, about you? What else? You know, I. I'm learning that uh, this radio show is powerful. Yeah. I mean, I, I say that because we don't come on here and, and, and pump ourselves, you know, the, the entire show. Mm. I say that because I, I'm, you know, Douglas and I were at lunch last week. For the first time I had somebody look at me and be like, you, uh, 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 snapping his fingers. He pulls <laughs> up his iPhone and he showed me the show from that day. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I was like, yeah. So, uh, it's it's a good tool that we're we're providing. Um, yeah. It's the way we've done it, and and our approach has been what you said. Um, we're trying to provide content and, and information about our city. Uh, we're not on here promoting Crestcore Realty all day long. Uh, today we've used a little bit of that just to tell you about Jackson, Tennessee. But um, learned. And again, this. hopefully, people take that as like it's just an opportunity. We are saying that's for us to grow, yeah. but it's really for our clients to grow. You yeah. know, that's what the, the ultimate purpose is, is to help them grow and yeah. create a value-added product. So. Um, all right, so we're going to wrap up here. I've, yeah. I've got one last quick announcement, and, and then uh, maybe next week we can have her on. If not, at the first of the year, I'm really going to have um, an opportunity to introduce Alyssa Fowler to you guys. We have opened up a uh, residential retail division at Crestcore Realty. Um, we are now going to be able to list your home. Not that I couldn't do it beforehand, but I, you know, I would refer my residential and retail business out to other agents just because well, I focused. couldn't properly service. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now we've, we're going to have a dedicated agent who has got some great experience, and we're we're really proud to have her on our team. But Alyssa Fowler is going to be our um, head of our retail division. Um, she's actually getting going this week, so we're going to be excited to have her a part of the. The team, we're going to be excited to have that ability to now 
um, list and sell your home on the regular, you know, residential market and provide that service as well. So the growth for us is good. Like you always said, if you're not growing, you're dying. So, um, I really appreciate that, that part of it. So, uh, we got one more show next week, uh, before the end of the year. Um, so we'll be back next week, next Tuesday. Appreciate you guys listening today. I'm going to post a show on the uh, Facebook page here in just a second. So you guys have a great week. We'll see you next week on the Memphis real estate hour.